Hey there, it's Lynn right back here with you on Seriously. You can find me here most days coming to you from anchor.fm front slash seriously or find me on your favorite podcast app. Search me out under Seriously Total Health and Wellness. Well, it's a time for another edition of Let's Talk Ag. And this one is brought to you by my peewee working on all of her college scholarship applications. You see, peewee's going to school um, for ag. She wants to be an ag teacher, which I think is an just an admirable thing for her to do. I think she will be amazing. But then again, I'm her mom, and I think she'll be amazing at anything that she does. But one of the essays that she has to write... For one of the scholarships, it asks what is the top issue facing California agriculture today? Now, this brought up big conversations in my house. And so we are um, a very agriculturally minded household. My kids um, probably are more in tune than most kids their age about agricultural policy, legislation, regulations, and all that just fun shit. Um, But, I mean, they, when they were younger, I think they thought that it was just a big pain in their butt getting hauled to the state capitol with me for meetings or going to my ag association meetings. But I think they figured out that with going to these meetings, they've learned just so much, and it's very eye-opening. Um... A little off topic, but the other day, Bub came home and he was talking about one of his teachers just kind of grossing on agriculture and basically spreading some misinformation. And, you know, Bub was able to speak up and say, well, actually, no, that's incorrect, which, you know, every teacher loves to hear a student say that. But it wasn't done in a malicious manner. You know, Bub just plainly stated that here are the facts. This is actually what is taking place, blah, blah, blah. Now, mind you, the teacher was not super stoked that a 16-year-old boy would be more in tune about this subject than he would be, even though this was not an ag class. This was an English class talking about agricultural issues, but um, I'm going to leave that right there because I'm already booty tickled about what the teacher said, but at any rate, it was also about issues, but it was about one particular issue and, you know, so we started talking about that again in relevance to Peewee's scholarship essay, and I said, well, I don't think there's one particular issue that you can say is the number one issue. Um, you know, so the conversation evolved to, is it water? Is it legislation? Because there's more regulations and higher expectations that are put on those who grow our basic needs, food. And then it evolved even further, which I got to tell you, that's like my 11 spoonful to sit and have these conversations with my kids. Actually, I love to sit and have these conversations with anybody because good, bad, or otherwise, I, I really, A, I don't want you to agree with me. I want you 
to actually have a difference of opinion because one, I'm going to learn from you and I will probably change my line of thinking. And two, it's always more important to have a really good open information exchange because I think that's how we evolve with these issues. But the one major thing that came out of the conversation that Pee Wee started to write in her essay was the lack of knowledge and understanding with legislators and consumers. And so, which I thought was pretty amazing that this kid who's 17 years old comes up with this. And I'm like, well, first of all, when I was 17, I'm like, okay, so do I want to dress like Debbie Gibson? Because I look like a total dipshit in the hat, but it's like the bangs and the hat. That was my mindset at 17. I, didn't, I wasn't thinking that, well, it was a lack of knowledge and and understanding by legislators and consumers is what's affecting, you know, agriculture and blah, blah. It's like, uh, who are you? And ding, 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 ding. I actually did a good job on something. Um, but they made a good point that yes, there's outreach done, but there's not enough outreach done. And maybe there's something to that, that, if there's more communication with consumers and more education, not just feel good little snippets, that things might change. Things might turn around because like my kids and even some of their friends when they're sitting here and we get in these conversations, which it's amazing. And one day if they let me, I'm, I'm going to record them because in all the legislative meetings I've ever sat in on or participated in, some of the sm smartest conversations about the future of agriculture has happened in my kitchen with 15, 16, and 17-year-olds. The legislators and the organizations are getting it wrong. You need to listen to some of these kids and even to our consumers because that they get it. They're our biggest supporters. They're our biggest advocates. So that's the question, you know, that's always this question that my kids come up with that their friends come up with. Well, why? How come if it's so important, why isn't there more support? I don't know. How come if we need water so bad, how come they how come the governor wants to build tunnels and channel it down to another part of the state? Don't we need water here? I I don't I don't know. I don't have those answers for you. Well, if we need food so bad, if we don't have as much food and we have a labor shortage and we're having these issues, why wouldn't we make that a priority to fix these things? I don't know. I would love to be able to answer these kids' questions because these are some of the most strong, thought-provoking questions I have ever heard. I would love to take these kids with me, not dressed in their 4-H garb and their FFA garb, because I think in some respects, I think it's great, don't get me wrong, please don't start thinking that I'm anti-associations. But I think when you just take Joe Q Public and sit him in front of a legislator or you sit him in in front of somebody of, you know, of some sort of power to make decisions, it has a little bit more um, impact. 
because the one thing that I got from a legislator a while back was kind of like, well, you guys are with an organization. You don't represent my constituents. Something that I've always thought about and tried to figure out how to handle that. So today, after I've gone through my, my whole spiel with you, is there isn't just one issue that affects California agriculture. There isn't just one issue that affects agricultural as a whole, it, but it starts with lack of knowledge and understanding. And how do we fix that? How do we do it? There's lots of ways to fix it. There's lots of ways to do it. But that means stepping outside of the box. That means doing things uncomfortable. That means really doing things differently. And I firmly believe that until we do that, until we do things differently, until we do uncomfortable, until we stand up, that we're going to continue this downward spiral. I'm sorry, I'm not going to bring you all rosy, merry sunshine, unicorns leaping through fields of broccoli. That's just not me. I'm never going to blow, you know, rainbows up your skirt just to make things sound amazing. We are in a dire consequence and things have to change. All right, guys, now that I've depressed you enough, uh, you can find me back here tomorrow. Enjoy this first day of March. Look for local Always eat local, support local, and know your farmer. And as always, never talk bad about a farmer with your mouth full. I'll catch you back here tomorrow. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye.